Okay, Hemshechayim Beis, Volume One. We're up to the middle of page Rishon and Beis, two fifty-two. It's the middle of chapter one thirty, discourse thirty-two. Shvuas Ayin Gimel. I think after all those descriptions, it should be pretty clear where we are. Um, at least physically, that is. Spiritually, is another story. So where are we spiritually? Let's see. So the Rebbe Rashab is discussing two tracks of energy that are, that are, are within existence. One is an energy called Er Pnimi, or Er Mamala, or Er Hagvul. In simple English, you can call it targeted, focused energy. Imminent energy. Which permeates and energizes each diverse aspect of existence. And then we have Er Makif, or Er Sevev, or Er Habligvul, we'll call that transcendent energy, that does not penetrate, and is not internal integrated energy, it's more of a hovering energy. When I say hovering, not physically, it means it is a, uh, it's a, it's a force that is transcendent, and discussing the impact of both these energies, obviously the key to the interface of existence with that which is beyond existence, basically between existence and the divine, these two energies play a critical role because one, they're both divine, but one is more commensurate to the structure of existence, and the other one is more reflective of the, the source. So like in any intermediary, when you have a translator, you want to have someone that speaks both languages. So basically, Eir HaBligvul speaks more the language of Elokus, divine. Eir HaGvul speaks more, more the language of existence. But Eir HaGvul, let's not forget, is still Eir. It's still divine energy. It's not containers. And it's definitely not our perception where we don't even recognize that there is any energy altogether. Because we live our lives on this level here, purely on the surface level. But within existence, you can discover that inner energy, and when you go deeper, you discover the transcendent energy. And the big part of Ayin Beis, and these, these, the beginning, I would say, the last few hundred pages, from the beginning, was discussing how these two energies, what their role is, and how they interact with each other. Because, of course, the key mysterious challenge, mystery is, where does Gvul meet Gvul? And where does the finite energy meet the infinite energy, so to speak? So where we're going now is going further into the subject matter. And he discussed at length that in the infinite, meaning Kesa, or Erein Sof, you also have the beginnings of the structured energy. Because the same energy, the same Erein Sof, that has infinite possibilities, chose one possibility, that would be called ten spheres. So ten spheres is the operative word for structure, for building blocks. Ten spheres consist of containers, that would be the identities of the building blocks. And the energies of the building blocks would be considered to be the force that energizes them, their deeper meaning, their deeper power. Ten spheres of pnimi? Yes, always a pnimi. That's by definition ten spheres of pnimi. Kalim and Eris. Eris and Kalim. And then there is beyond the ten, that's the, and the, in the Arud there are the ten hidden spheres. And higher than that is the infinite energy, sometimes that's where spheres and kets reside meaning infinite possibilities of spheres and not only infinite amount of spheres but also each sphere itself is, uh, is uh, cannot be even defined as a sphere so it's in, in every possible way all the possibilities possible 
So now in the last few chapters we've been discussing how um, the impact, what's the role of the Erev Gvul. So he says his primary role is to reveal. If the, if the Erev Gvul's primary role is to create and to bring into reality a defined structure, the primary role of Erev Gvul is to reveal the divine, to elevate the world. You can also say to sublimate the world, which is the concept of Bittl. But then he asked the question, doesn't Erev also affect Bittl in the world? Because it's also a recognition when you know, you're aware that, for example, God blesses you with Parnosa. God blesses you with the food you eat, with health, and so on. This is also a recognition of the divine. It also evokes a Bittl. So why do you need to have Erev Bittl? You need to know that God is beyond existence. So he, so he began by answering, by saying that even the bitl that Erev Primi brings is also comes from Erev Gvul. And the, the case he makes for it is because Erev Gvul ultimately is subject to the gradations and the diminishments and the tzimtzumim of the regular flow, because it's a creator. It's like an instrument whose role is to shape things. So as, as such, it, 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 every level has its level. Atzilus is Atzilus and Biyah is Biyah. So there's glimmers of Atsilas that go into Biyah. There's glimmers of a higher level entering a lower level. But that's all. All you get is a glimmer. All you get is a reflection. So therefore you get something that becomes existent. To create Bittl requires more than just the regular flow of energy. Bittl requires something that is a little more than the regular. And that originates from the bleak Voldeca energy. Like I discussed, for example, a healthy human being is Eris and Kalim. Your faculties, um, the energy of your faculties, which comes from the soul, is resting, residing in a seamless way, flowing into your containers, into your eyes, into your ears, into your heart, to your brain, to whatever, your entire body. That's called health, Eris and Kalim. What would be an example of Eramakif in, in our beings? Rotsen, desire. It doesn't have a place it resides, but it's a way like a captain of the ship. So in a sense, hovers. What does it mean, hovers? You desire something, you can't identify where does desire come from. It doesn't come from the brain, it doesn't come from the heart. It comes from the soul. It's the soul's nitiyah, inclination. The inclination to think, the inclination to walk, the inclination to talk, to eat. That's Ratzin. So Ratzin is more reflective of the soul's energy, and the faculties are more reflective of the structure that the soul, how the soul implements, or acts out, or lives out its life. Now, when there's regular health, there's a flow of Eris and Caleb. But God forbid when there's something missing or there's a blockage, you need to have an additional surge. And that requires reaching deeper into so-called the soul. It's not the regular flow is enough. So basically, Bittl, even the Bittl that Er Primi affects in existence, it says also comes from Er Mat, from the Er Ablikvo. This was in chapter 129. And... Uh, now the classic example he gave for this so-called f- a regular flow and beyond the regular flow would be before Matan Terah there was a Xera, there was a decree that separated the heavens from earth. So basically Atsilas could not come into Biyah as is, only in a diminished way, as he discussed at length. How the containers of Atsilas become the energies of Biyah and so on and so forth. Essentially, think of it as a, as I said, a a a, a, uh, a monitored flow. As it as it descends, it gets diminished. Then you have Matan Teira. Matan Teira says abolishes the decree, and now Yenim Yordu Lamata. 
and tachtenim yadlemayu. That which is below can ascend, and that which is above can descend. That essentially is piercing the curtain, the parsa. Like he spoke before about Yaakov, who prepared the ground, piercing the curtain, and this already is allowing a bleak vuldic energy enter into existence. So Matan was not just gvul. Now to understand this, he began to explain Kuflamid, where we're learning now, that so to understand this, we have to understand the difference between the Vamshacha, between the divine revelation and transmission that the Ovis, the patriarchs, achieved, and this what Matan Teira achieved, which of course is a watershed moment in history in general, especially in Jewish history, the Torah. Matan Teira is a significant event. So even though the Chumash has an entire Sefer that talks completely about David doesn't even mention Matan Teir yet it's a whole period of history beginning obviously from Adam but primarily the Ovis Avram, Yitzhak, Yaakov and then comes uh, the whole new episode where everything changes with Matan Teir and Pasha and Sefer uh, Shmois Pasha Yisra so what is the difference between them so it's captured in one Pasuk Ve'era Ela Ovis Pasuk says in the Pasha, the Eidon, he says, there was the Lashon, Nebukel Shaddai, so the Pasuk says right away, he's telling Moshe Rabbeinu, the Ebesh is telling Moshe Rabbeinu, I revealed myself to Kel Shaddai, but Shmi Avayi did not let them, did not reveal myself, did not let them, did not make myself aware the Shem Avayi to them. Now this, interestingly, is a Pasuk that that is only, it's not even Rashi, it's clearly impossible to understand without some primisatera. What does this mean? I mean, just a name, you know, what, what's the difference? Clearly, this is this Pasuk symbolizes. It's like, uh, for me, I always, whenever someone says, well, how do you know this Kabbalah is from the Tera? I say, this is the Kabbalah of Kabbalahs in this Pasuk. It's a clear Pasuk. It's almost impossible to understand without some deeper understanding that there's divine levels. Because basically, he's saying, there's me as I manifest in Kel Shadeh, there's how I, God, manifests in Havaya. So the question is, don't we find Havaya also by the Ovis? And he cites the Pasuk by the Bris Mila, that what? That he said, um, uh, what was the Pasuk? Ani Kel Shat, what does he say? Uh, no, he doesn't bring a Pasuk, sorry. We find, we find the name Havaya also by the Ovis. So he says, you have to say, based on this Pasuk, that even the Havaya that was revealed to the Ovis was also Kel Shad. Doesn't explain why, but he just says you have to say that because that's what the pasuk is saying. It can't contradict itself. The pasuk says I did not reveal myself in Shem Havai. So to explain this, the Brasha begins with the Gemara. Nechkiga, what does Shaddai mean? So the Gemara says that Shaddai means, and also in Medrash, Shaddai means Shamarti Lailami Dai. Shaddai comes from the word Shaddai. Dai. Dai means enough. So essentially, Dai is a name, a divine name, that reflects the concept of restraint. When you say enough, you're saying, you're stopping something. You're saying something is flowing, and saying enough, Adkan. Enough. Um, so he explains, he asks the question, the message continues, because had God not said Dai, the, the, the world would have continued to extend. The lesson of here, that he says, that would continue to extend and spread till this day. In other words, it would have been like a, a flow. God said fl- a flow, and they would just continue to flow and flow and flow. So you ask the question, we know the klal, the rule is that nothing gvul can go bleak gvul. So 
how, how could there be such a consideration that, that, a, that a structured, defined world, finite entity, should go on forever? So the answer is based on the Sharichet Vamunah, that we're not talking about the, the finite, the defined entity. We're talking about the, the divine energy in the finite. The Tashayach Ramuni says that all of existence is the, uh, the divine energy that emanates and energizes everything in existence. That's what we're talking about. That energy, if God did not say die, would continue to flow. And yet, in Hanami, there'd become no Yesh. A Yesh wouldn't be able to emerge. And to explain it, he goes back to the Shayach Ramuni Pedic Dalit. What does he say there? Talks about the two descriptions we use for God. We say Hagodl Vagibur. Godl is Chesed and Gibur is Gvura. So Godl discusses God's greatness, his magnitude, his ability to give. Chesed. What's Chesed? Chesed is the ability to just give, to flow. If that would just continue on and on, like he brings from Shaykh Ramuna, that would be that would not allow existence to really to really take take hold. So that's why says like he says, because love, the flow of chesed, of kindness, would nothing would stop it. There would be nothing to restrain it. imposes a restraint, a type of um, control, like a valve, where it stops the flow from going, and therefore, and also conceals it. And that's why. The gufanivra, the, the the entity called the structure of existence, can emerge. Existence can emerge because now the flow has been slowed down or stopped enough, die, and also been concealed. Even though in truth, it's still the energy of the divine that's within it. So gvura is not just a physical stopping. Gvura is basically also a type of withholding that the, that the entity can exist because the flow is not what's dominating. So you have a, a an entity that is a yesh, a mitzius. Even though in truth it's also divine energy, like he says there in Shaykh Rumun, because even the break, even the die, the enough is also a divine force. Okay. So there he says, we learned this, I'm just reviewing it. I'm reading the bottom of page, and we say in, uh, that, that, that it says in the Medrash, that he says to the world enough, doesn't mean the, the world itself. Because the world cannot be Talking about the, the reflect, divine reflection, he says enough. He's saying enough that the reflection, the, uh, the air should flow with, with a, a, in a finite way. Now, now he continues and says, what is in the root of roots? What is the first place where Shaddai is employed? Where is its like first application in existence? The first root is at Simsum Arishan. Because before that, Hayyadin Sofi says, divine energy, like I just said, like Chesed, Agadal, was everywhere, was all encompassing, was omnipresent. Everything was ancient. And that Simsum was a die. It stopped the flow, it concealed the flow, it withdrew, he says. Like we've learned many times, and I'll repeat it again, that before the symptom 
you have, yes, God wants to have a world. He even originates conceptually the concept of Kalim, which are letters. But there, everything is submerged in a complete divine, all-encompassing, omnipresent, and uh, omnipotent energy. The Tzimtzum, think of it like an ocean that fills the entire existence. Like it was in the beginning of creation, actually. And then pull away the ocean, and suddenly the things that were there, but they were not recognizable, emerge. The difference is with the physical ocean, the, the objects were there before too. Here, before the Tzimtzum, nothing was there. But conceptually, the idea can be understood that once you so-called conceal the light, which is the Tzimtzum, which is Shaddai, in its first action, what remains is the so-called Isis Harashimu, is the words. It really means the impression of the, 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 the letters that God wants to create the world with. However, they're inanimate. Then comes a Kav, think of it like a ray of light, or in this case, like water enters into the into this vacuum, and everything starts coming alive. So the kav begins to shape existence, but it's interacting with the kalim, the root of the kalim. We can call them the issues, the impression that remain after the shimsh. What do you need the shimu? Because then you don't have a structure. It's like, what do you need letters on a page? Why don't you just convey the idea without letters? The the, the idea can be a structured idea, but without letters you have nothing to hold. It, it creates, it's, it's like the, the, the holder. The cow is not doing it? Why don't you think in this world, what would be energy without containers, Tommy? It wouldn't be a world like ours. It would be defined energies, ches and gvura, but it would not have nowhere to be held. You know, think, think in, a, in a physical level. So the cup is already you can have wine, but if you don't have a cup to hold the wine, and you can't do anything with it. The cup is not the cup? What? The cup. Is the cup? The cup the is the wine, not the cup. Cup is energy. All it is is energy. It's like electricity without a light bulb. That's what it's like. Use example. There's a real example. The examples in this world. You need energy. You need a container. Now the container also ultimately is a divine creation, but a container is inanimate without energy. The Rishim is not the container. The container is. The Rishim is the root of the containers. Yes, the Rishim is the root of the containers. So Shem is Shedesh Akim. That's the whole purpose of it. It's letters. It's like you're born with letters in your soul, but a child can't express them yet. When they turn two, three years old, they don't suddenly get letters from somewhere. It's coming from somewhere. They have enough seichel, and then they start expressing themselves in words. So every expression is an energy and a container. There's no such thing as something one without the other. A container without an energy is like a corpse. An energy without a container is like a soul without a body. So everything is like that. So Nothing exists without Aaron Kaley. If it's Kaelin, did it come from the, the guru that came to die? Or did it come from the... Was it well, he's not talking about the Kaelin here. He's talking about the energy. So the Chesed was weaker than... With, with here we're talking about everything in Eir. The Eir Chesed and Eir HaGvura. We're not talking Kaelin here. Okay, so there was... Basically, there was Eir Sof filled everything that's, like, that's Hagdula. Right. And, and, and without saying stop... Exactly that. It stretches out with uh, there's no limits. Then came at Simpson, the Kayachat Simpson to conceal energy. Right. A teacher able to conceal his this is comes from Shaddai. That's the power of Gvura. Okay, so the Gvura was less strong than the than the Chesed because it left something still in this case? Before yesterday you said that it was actually comes from no, there's nothing to do with no no one said it left what? something. The Gvura has nothing to do with left. The, the the left is is but left is not energy. It's uh, it's it's an impression of letters, basically. That were there before. That were, well, not were there physically, but they were there conceptually there. What's in the bleak world over there? 
there was the will for them to be there. Oh, so that's so it left something of the of the. Uh, of the no energy. There's no energy left. There's no energy. It's completely. It's a black hole. <coughs> you ask me what AC Sarishima are? It's an impression of Rishima means an impression or like a residue. The residue of letters. The power of God to create Gvul. Not, not even talking about that. That's Eir HaGvul. We're talking about the Kech HaGvul. We're talking about the containers. There's Eir HaBligvul, there's Eir HaGvul, and there's containers. They're three completely separate things. But the I've said this many times. That there's three tracks. There has to be three tracks. <coughs> two things are Eir. There's Eir and Kelim. But in Eir, there's Eir HaBligvul and Eir HaGvul. Uh, and then there's the Kelim, which is the Kech HaGvul. Okay, so... There's, there's entire. I, I refer to you. One second. I, I refer. There's two whole chapters where the Rebbe Rashab discusses just this alone. So you ask me. One second. One second. We can, if you want, we can relearn those chapters. But let me just tell you where they are, so you'll know. Why, why don't you mark it down? Because this. You ask me a question that he talks about. You don't need my my uh, wisdom here. Yeah. In chapter 16, and then again, I think uh, it's 27. Two chapters he talks at length about this question: What is Eiragvul? What's Kriyachavul? What's the difference between Kalim and Eiris? But that's why I said, don't let's not go into heaven. Let's speak on earth. You understand? There's a light bulb. There's a light in the bulb, and then there's a light that's outside of the bulb that can't even fit into a bulb. Makes sense? Those are the three levels we're talking about. Where are they rooted? So one is Kriyachavul, God's power to create finite an entity, but He wants to do it with an order. Take a body and a soul. The soul doesn't create the body. Right? Yeah. Proof is because after death, the soul leaves, the body is still there. So it says, Like it says in the Paschal Yok, when Eris are without Kalim, Kalim without Eris is Think of letters on a page, on a paper, on, a, on right here A, B, C, D, Olive Base, Gimel, Random. No, word, no ideas, just letters. That's Kalim. That originates in a Kayach HaGvul that just like God has the power to create. Bligvul is the power to create Gvul. Then there's energy. Energy is a divine force. That's like a soul. It gives energy, it reveals, it brings things into being. So what would a body be without a soul? It, it, it could exist, but it would not be alive. But God wants them also to work with each other. So the baby that's conceived, the newborn is conceived, it begins to grow soul and body together. The soul brings out so-called the bodily features. And as they learn to acclimate with each other, they grow together. Upon death, you recognize that they're clearly two separate entities. But upon life, you can't even distinguish where your soul begins and your body begins. Because it's all like a hand and a glove. But it is a hand and a glove. Follow? Just like letters... And the idea in the letters, even though they're like a hand and a glove, when you read them, they all are joined, but they are not really one entity. They are separate separate entities. Make sense so far? So all this originates before the Simpson, the same thing. There was energy, and there was the root of containers, and, the, and there was energy. As long as the energy dominates, the containers cannot emerge. So you need to have the concealment of the energy. The Chiddush Shanaim bases that the energy has another level, Er HaGvul. Because you could say, you know what, you have Eir HaBligvul and you have containers. The Eir HaBligvul diminish it and then it will fit into containers. But the air fundamentally doesn't have any structure. Like liquid that is colorless, that is shaped and colored by different colored containers. There is such an opinion. 
But in this Rush, he doesn't go with this opinion. He goes with a more complicated opinion, which is that also the energy has, not just Bleakville, there's also energy that has subtly elements in it that will make it fit into the containers. Now, all opinions hold the energy will enter in containers. The only question is, does the energy um, have any personality that's similar to the containers, or is it completely like like bringing, like I said, colorless liquid into colorful uh, uh, glasses? So that you got, you got it now. So the Rishima is with the remainder of the containers. It's an impression of letters that will become ultimately containers once the energy enters into it. Imagine God sent a soul down, but there was no conception called an egg fertilized by a seed. What where would the soul reside? So a husband and wife unite, right? Basar echad. They create the keli. And then God says, I shall bless this, the third partner, with an neshama. So you have egg and seed fertilized, and you have a soul that enters, and now they work together. One without the other wouldn't work. We don't believe in immaculate conception. But this, um, why is it seem to not enough? What do you need the Hashimah? It seems to be already considering... Because like I just told you, what, I keep saying to you, what would, what would you do without a light bulb? You can conceal, you can diminish energy to the to the finest point, but you don't have somewhere for it to hold. You need an identity, an identity of real of of a, of a structure. God wants tachtenim. You're right. If you wanted a, a world of energy, then you wouldn't need it. But He doesn't want a world of energy. It's like you know, to put it more bluntly, when you go, let's say, for an investment or fundraising, and the guy says to you, "My heart is with you. I love you. I love your idea. I'm going to tell all my friends about it." But you don't leave with a check. What does that tell you? All the energy is there, but it's not the the keli nishta. right? So in this world, there's an element of that. Now it's a whole other discussion how physicality comes into being. But I mean, this is really a, a somewhat of a tangent. But we can explain it again and again. I mean, I know if you ask this again, the only way you're going to master this is if you learn it inside again and again and again. Is it clear, or is it still not clear? His impression. How? I understand everything what you said. I, I, I just want to know. How so you asked me a question. At, one second. Are we going back to what I said before, or are you going further? No, is everything I said you understood? Yeah. What's missing? Something. What's missing? You said that you need the Kalim. I understand that. How is this connected to Rishimu? Rishimu means impression. Impression of what? Of letters in God's mind of, of, of what kind of structure existence he wants. He wants a Chesed, a Gvura, a Teferes. Whatever you see in existence didn't come from nowhere. Someone envisioned it. An artist envisioned it. So there's two parts of the envisioning. There's the energy part, which is the idea behind it. And then there's the structure part. So you can have, for example, a brilliant artist that has great ideas, but he can't get... You know, right now, for example, you ever try to make a face on a piece of paper? Most of us can't do it, right? But you can envision it. I, I see your face. Why can't I sit down and just make it? Because you don't have Rishimu, you don't have Kalim. You have the idea, but you can't get it into a into a structure. So that God has to so the Shima it means impression of that of those aces. That's essentially what he's talking about. The root of Kalim, that's what it's called, the root of the containers. I can only understand that it's the Gvur that we've been speaking about. But he's not talking about this. Is the, here he's talking about Chesed Gvur and Oyer, not in Kalim. Okay, so in other words, it was, this was not the first two processes. That's what I think too. So no, so the Eir Habligvul. That's what we saying. There's er chesed. Some levels before that, in other words. Before right? what? Before the chesed and the, and the die that you're talking about. 
today, yesterday. There I don't know if it's before. Uh, there, there were levels higher that that came down before the Chesed. I don't know what that, that means. About the Can you tell me what level you're talking, you're talking about? about the first two days of, here we're talking about the first two days of creation. <laughs> what, what, what are you saying? I don't know what you're saying. He's talking about the Tzimtzum Arishan and Erein Sof. There's nothing higher than that. There's nothing higher than that. Uh-huh. So it's not like Sunday and Monday, which you had. That's before. later. That's in creation, this Sunday. Okay. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, I used as an example. I didn't use it as oh, this. I, I didn't speak about it here. I, I, uh, first of all, we're talking now on the Sherish Sherish. We're talking about Sunday the root. That's correct. But I would, that, that I would say comes later. After the, we're talking now how it's all in the original state. Once in that's not silas, you can say that chesed gvur into ferris. So there's, a, there's another process besides well, this type. Look, of there's process. that's why I say shad. No, no. You have he spoke about avaya uh, shadai. It's usually in atzilus. Now we went to the root of the root of it all. Where did it all begin? So it begins that Eri himself was was gdula, gadol. Then there's a tzimtzum. One second, he's going to go back to it. We're going to go back to this. We're going back to Sunday, Monday. He does, I use Sunday, Monday, Tuesday as an example. But I wouldn't use it. Yet. If you want Sunday, Monday, Tuesday example here, yeah, Sunday would be the Aryan self lifting at Simpson. Simpson would be the Yem Shani. And the Kav is Yem Shlishi, if you want it that way. You could say that too. Rishimu is not discussed. Okay. Rishimu is an aside. In terms of the days, he's asking, who is the Rishimu? The Rishimu is that how could anything come later if it wasn't originated before? Yeah, right. So it's Sunday night. No? The primordial Sunday morning is something the else that they made the Rishimu. That's the point. I told you, Kayach HaGvul of Ein Seif. God's power to create Gvul. So you detect Gvul. That's not necessarily I higher. You need to mesh it with this. That's all. We say that the Rishimu is after the Tzimtzum. According to this, the Rishimu should be even before the Tzimtzum. The Rishimu is after the Tzimtzum. It's a res- impression. Yeah, it was there, but it's not, it didn't emerge before. Move the candles on. Right. Okay. Right. That's the okay, so then it says, So, we should have to shimu blog for. So then he says, now on a lower level, which we also learned. So now on a lower level, where does this manifest? Natsilus, that's where Natsilus is. Natsilus is you have the Ribia Air. I'm sorry, Mirta Air, Ribia Kalim. So what do you have? You have the Shaddai is very effective in Natsilus because it's telling the energy to stop enough so the Kalim should be able to emerge. If you have an overflow of energy, the kalim cannot emerge. It says that's connected. In Tayu, there was overabundance of energy, and the containers were diminished, so they couldn't contain. They couldn't tolerate. They couldn't contain them. Couldn't um, contain them. That's why they shattered. Tikkun is the opposite. So think of Toyu as a, a, a surge of energy. You could even say, I'm not going to say bleakful energy, but a, a surge of energy, and the containers, the students, or whoever it is that's supposed to contain, are, not, are, are overwhelmed. In Tikkun, it's balanced. It's, it's, 
Uh, what's the word measured. I want to use? Amushav, huh? Measured, balanced. So that's Why in Tipo. It's another discussion. It's not for this mind. Okay. I have discussed this also as well here. She'er b'miut v'akelim b'srachfus that the air, the energy is diminished and the containers are expanded. And many breakdown, many many diverse containers for one energy, and through that, and through that, they are sustained. Interesting, the Kudi adds here. They says many kalim for one air. Yeah. Yeah, because in the tikkun, two things are happen. Number one is the Eir Nukeli, let's say Eir Chesed and the Klei Chesed. The Eir Chesed is weaker. The Klei Chesed is more abundant so they can work with each other. Um, in addition, it says that there are many Kelim and Hatzilis, more than just ten. Because every level has itself, breaks into many, many levels. So Chesed itself can end up having ten Kelim. Because there's Gvur Chesed and Tefer Chesed. So think of it like, you know, you're talking about, like, think of a body. So a body, you can say there's a head, a body, and legs. But you think about it, a body doesn't have three containers. It doesn't even have ten containers. We have thousands of containers. 248 organs. So generally speaking, it's called ten. But it really comes down to that you have a full apartheid. A body is a full body structure where everything is... is um, what's the word I want to use? There's a certain balance. Symmetry. There's a balance going on. So even if, let's say, an extra flow of energy enters your body, your body has a way of diffusing it or what's the word uh, what, of um, directing it right whereas for example um, you know let's say suddenly a, a bright flash of light comes your way your eye will adjust and and it has ability to not just be overwhelmed by something so we have enough containers to um, uh, regulate yeah. there's also uh, sorry regulate. regulate but also to um, it's like a resilience a resilience that allows things to be absorbed properly in a proper type of balanced way. So that's when it says when there's a lot of kalim. So it doesn't sound very common you're going to see this this expression. What's the uh, Whatever there is, a chesed. Is this a result, a result of, the, of, the, of all these? This is a result of shadai. Shadai at work, is what, that's what it's telling. It's telling the energy, slow down or stop enough, and allowing the container to absorb. It's almost like a teacher where, like when the Abishtha teaches Moshe Rabbeinu, it says there's a hefzik ben parashat l'parashat, he has to stop. Someone says, you know, I, I, please stop right now, I need to absorb. It's, that, it's like the raindrops, what makes the rain, you know, rain would fall down like in just chesed, it would flood the fields. Rev teva eni yechel Gvura Shaddai tells it to stop, not stop completely, come in drops, so it's absorbed and then it can have more. It's, that, it's, it's the measure, it's the the monitor, it's like a monitor, a valve, a temperer, it tempers the flow. You know, these are correct words. It's, a, it's, it's actually the key to all real communication, all, com, all, all key to anything. If, you know, when you read about the first transistors, the first transistors or in technology, one of the big challenges was they had a lot of, lot of energy that they couldn't contain it. Even, even nuclear reactor, why do you have all this, like, you know, the, what's the big problem of a nuclear reactor meltdown? What's a meltdown? Because the coolants, which are supposed to contain the heat, break down. So everything, whatever you have, if you don't have a shadeh at work, you've you got big trouble, basically. Now, if you don't have the chesed, obviously you don't have anything. But you need to have the energy, and you need to have the... A big part of, of, um, of technologies are all the, 
the cooling off or the tempering of the energy that's flowing. Yeah, absolutely. It's everywhere, everywhere you turn you're going to find this. It's a, it's a critical component. Sometimes more work is put into that than in the original, you know, until they developed exact fans to make sure that a computer doesn't overheat. It's a whole thing. It's not that simple because to create energy is also, also not also a chiddush, but to make sure that it doesn't overheat and doesn't overwhelm is a major element in this. Hmm? The iPads, I don't So that's a big feat. They have something else that counters. There's no such thing as, as heat coming off if someone's not countering. They have, I think, certain chemicals, there's certain substances that uh, absorb, you know. Obviously, if you generate also less energy, you can manage it. I'm not sure how it works with <coughs> I- iPads. Maybe more to the woods. So you don't need the fans here, the fans. So this is Shem Shad Natsilas. We spoke Shem Shadi and its root is the first symptom. Shem Shadi Natsilas is Mechinis Mirtaer, it's the diminishing of the energy. In a way that it should manifest in the containers. And the containers should be expanded. That they should receive the energy, they should limit it, confine it, and conceal. So through that they can benefit from the energy. So it's the wisdom of that type of monitoring and gauging, uh, uh, monitoring the flow. This is. You need the Kalim. It didn't say that right here. He's just talking now what Shaddai means. That the Alakus. Gvura, Kedula, that God's chesed would flow forever would not be able to create. You need Shadid to stop with that. Coming to explain all with the Ovis, what means that God revealed himself with Kel Shaddai to the Ovis? That's what he's coming to explain. Because it's good, Lignes, to conceal it. What, what do you mean he saw that it was good? Why do I think it wasn't good? Because he saw it was good, it was measured. It was tempered. It was concealed to be able to manifest and be no, contained in possible. the containers. There's twice places. Sometimes it says lignus sadikim, sometimes it just says lignus, period. But the point here is, yeah, and this is the meaning of the word tikkun. Why is the world called tikkun? We call tikkun elam, repair of the world. So repair doesn't just mean to fix. Tikkun means to uh, perfect. Repel. Yeah. I just said not repair, yeah. not to repel. fix. Repel. Prepare. Yeah, it's to um, it's to, it's to uh, what did I just say to uh, perfect. perfect, to adorn, to do everything necessary. To make it complete. That's why you say tikkunim. You compare it to kishutin, to like um, jewelry. So we're not talking about jewelry that's just overabundant and just uh, ostentatious. You're talking about something that is, enhances the entity to the point that's even invisible. You know, like uh, like good. Not that I put on makeup, but makeup. If it's if you see that it's makeup, it's not really a good sign. 
it's supposed to be enhanced, the features that are there already. That's, so that means tikkun, like when you say tikkun hakeli, you're, you're not just uh, tikkun, not just fixing a broken thing. You're taking a, even if it's even if it's all if it's all um, um, intact, you're beautifying it and bringing out its best features. Its fullest features. Which is interesting. The Targum says Lo Yilbush Enish is a similar sishte, He says Lo Yilbush Lo Yistakin. In other words, it almost explains why. Because what's wrong with a, a man putting on a woman's clothing? What's, what's really the problem? Got about sneers. What's the real problem? Because the clothing is supposed to bring out the person who's wearing it. You're not just putting on. For a woman, her clothing is but bringing out the woman in her. For a man to do that, he's being misocking himself with a woman's clothes. It's, not, it's like a complete wrong identity type of thing. So it's, you know, it brings out deeper. It's not just a, so what you put on. So you put on a, a, a you put on a woman's dress. Huh? It is interesting because it's not the pshat. <laughs> the targum does say he's stuck in, However, yeah. that's an interesting so thing. He should not adorn himself for that. He shouldn't correct himself. Basically, he shouldn't. He shouldn't express himself that way. That's really what it is. Rashi seems to ignore that. He said, "Fine, this targum. He brings the targum. It doesn't contradict one or the other. I mean, there are probably several reasons. I don't remember in halacha what's not the reason. Is it because he shouldn't go between the women? You'll be able to hang around with women. Okay, that's an apostasy thing. But what about what happens if there's no women around? No, fine. What happens if there's no women around at all? And you know for sure, then you could. It's also not. So the question is, what? So that's what, that's what tikkun is. Tikkun is that the containers should enclose the energy. So, like for example, for example, just trying to, I'm thinking like this when you you tune you tune up your your faculties. Let's say, whether through eating something, through exercise, through a medical procedure, Enhanced. sharpen your eyes. Let's say, so that when your eyes are 20/20 and really well, they're they're being malbish, they're enclosing the power of vision in the best possible way. So that's all tikkun. Tikkun is that type of total alignment between keli and er. Because through the manifestation, through the enclosing of the energy, I said the concealment in keli, the containment in keli, in containers, it, you can then you learn this You can then benefit from it. And the others stay merited to the level of tikkun. Now he's going back now to the others to Shaddai. Because remember, now tikkun we say like like the Simpson, tikkun is a pure combination of hagadol vagiber, chesed, but measured and tempered. So you have a structure that's a healthy structure. Sometimes later in Ayin Beis and other places he brings wise saying Gemara that a blind person is called saginar. Say loshen sag. Saginar means abundance of light. Sagi means a lot of light. So the Samach Tzedek, I think maybe the Alter Rebbe, the Rebbe Rashad brings it. What is it, making fun? You know, it's like telling somebody you, 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 you see too much. It's like, uh, you don't make it, it's like Leig Lurosh, which means like making fun. So, so, so it says, no, because that's exactly what is going on. There's, there's an abundance of light, and there, there aren't the filters the in the eye that allow for sight to manifest. So you could have, so blindness is actually can be a result of too much light. Yes, I the eyes are dilated. Too much light is done yet. No, it doesn't have the the 
know, the, the Galdei ha, what do they call the, those, those layers. So an eye has to be translucent, but it has to also have a filter. If it's, if, if, yeah, the pupil, all the different elements. So it's all about that type of measured flow. So that's this is what the Ovis was zeichet to tikkun. Da'ad Avram hoyo This we're going to explain why Shaddai is because uh, till Avram there was two thousand years of Tayu. The Gemara says six thousand years shital fashnin shnei alafim Tayu shnei alafim Tera shnei alafim Mashiach two two two. So Tayu veisa dahavi currently b'shemis nuchrayin and it says that they would call him with names of. Uh, Foreign names, alien names. Yim is Hashem, yeah? I think so. We talked about it yesterday. I didn't look it up. They called God name by the names. Nechroin is also Nochri, like a Gentile, foreign. Means Toyo, that's Toyo. Um Avram Hischel B'chines Atikun. Oh, I know why he's saying it. Because then you have the Shemus Nechroin, you have Kel Shade, and then Havaye. What was the name? What was he says? I revealed myself to the Avicenish Kel Shadi. What was he revealed to before? So they must have called him different names. What names were God called before Avram came around? That's why he's bringing that. That's why I have to find out. So what is the point? It probably means foreign names, like Goyish names. They you know whatever. Not necessarily idols. No, I'm not talking about idols. Names that were not yet uh, the Shiva Shemus. They didn't have yet. Uh, maybe they didn't have yet. Maybe the Elokim may have existed. I don't know what Adam would have called Kale. I have to look it up. This is a lotion from somewhere. This is an expression somewhere. He is talking here about the great people, not the... the right, we're talking here in the time... Um Avram Tikun. And from Avram began the level of... the stage of Tikun. That's the containers that the... in them should manifest the, the energy. Even though... This is a level of concealment and of, of diminishment and concealment. It's ultimate ultimate chesed. Because only through this you can actually receive the gili. Now we continue here. This is what it says in Eitzchayim Shara Kudim. The beginning of the revelation of containers, the emergence of containers, is in the world of Akudim. This is the level of Avram. So Akudim. We've spoken about Akudim at length here. Remember, the structure of existence, you have to always remember that every level in Chesidus, every level in Spiritus, every level in Shtalshus comes to play a role. There's no such thing as an extra level. Just like Havid Mozart told the Archduke, who thought he was a connoisseur of music, he told Mozart, beautiful music, but far too many notes. That's what he told him. So Mozart reportedly reported, replied to him, he says, Yes, Your Majesty, but not one more than necessary. You know? So, every level, just like everything on earth, every snowflake, every cell is absolutely necessary. God could not create anything that's negligible. And everything has a purpose, whether you understand it or not. Just like, for example, uh, when Dovid HaMelech was wondering, he understood the purpose of everything except the spider. Spider, and what was the second thing? There was a second thing. Uh, people are losing their mind. Yeah, so so it came to the spider, so the spider ended up saving his life. Which is interesting. That means everything else he had figured out. That's pretty awesome. You know, I remember uh, they say in the human body, when we were kids, there were three things they said the human body, there's an extra, there's, there's a, the appendix, the wisdom teeth, and the tonsils. 
But the tonsils they used to take out from us in the 50s. Now they don't. Now they've discovered its purpose. They shave it's, it down, actually. It protects, they have a way to shave protects it. some type of some immunity that it provides. Yeah, sure. But the appendix and the wisdom teeth, they still don't know its purpose. Right. So I once someone said to me, you see, you can't be a god. Look, you have an appendix. I said, you have billions of things that you know exactly what they roll, and only two you can't find. Yeah. Tell me, what's the logic? That, that those two we just don't know yet. Why would you say these two show that all the rest are random? It doesn't make sense. You know, if it was the other way around, that everything doesn't make sense and two things make sense, okay, yeah. fine. So the point is the same thing you say to Shah. I also understood why a person, is, why what, didn't create such a thing? People should lose their mind. That's also saved his life. Because when they ran away from. Uh, no, from Avimela. Oh. him because they said that he's the biggest enemy of you. Why you. So he made himself like he is. He's. he's, he's, he's He's saliva is coming out from his crazy. mouth. Yeah. 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 So that's why so many people suffer in order that we should be able to fake it when necessary to flee. Bishvili nivra elam. Sometimes it's a bracha for the person that has it, not to, to realize. It's, it's people that are very, very aware and they're crippled, they can't move. That's, 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 that's yeah, the problem is when you just only have half dementia. What do you yeah. do with that? That's what we all have. Um, uh, you know, there's that moving story where the guy kept coming to see his wife who had Alzheimer's. You know, as, as she faded, the nurse tells the guy, you know, she doesn't recognize you anymore. You know, there's no point in your coming. She says, yeah, but I recognize her. That's what he said. Yeah. If we're going to lose our minds, we should all lose it together, yeah. basically. <laughs> <laughs> like what's that story with the guy where everybody went crazy and the king tells the guy let's because you know we may go crazy we'll make a mark on our face you know the marshal I forgot how it goes he says we'll make a mark so we'll know <laughs> you know that uh, I forgot that. it's a funny ending so everybody goes not these two make a anyway I had a question before he said that, so, the, that the obvious are not serious. now he's saying that they're in Akudim which is even higher than that says he just began the line. Let's see where he goes with but, it. But maybe, maybe it's possible that when it says that, 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 that he has that, is that possible that he's talking about a kudim there? I wouldn't go there so fast. No, it says Atzilus, so I don't think it's correct. Atzilus is Berudim. Tikkun is Atzilus. Well, one should read two lines before. Right, but then so. he continues and he's connected with you. But so there's no connection to the word that still is there. It's talking about that still is. Maybe it's still a macrocosm, which is which is. It's not. My is never akudim. Why were you guessing when we just began? Let's see where it's going to go. It could be a higher level. It's, it's not a contradiction. <laughs> That all of Ishtashlus are indispensable components of a picture. Every level. There's no such thing as a level that's not necessary. Obviously, because it's all willed. And 
to understand it well, you have to understand it really in the picture of Ahdus. Everything is coming to create a switch, a connection. Take away that level. You could always ask yourself a question when you learn this. What would existence be like without that level? That's the question to ask. Then you're compelled to find what, how that level contributes to the picture. Like, you know, big puzzle. Take out this little piece. Take out Rishimu, like you asked me. Take out Er. Take out Kalim. Take out Eragvul, Blikvul. And something's going to be affected. All the way down to our lives. It would be like, God forbid, someone said, you know what, we'll take out one cell from your cell structure. You know, one dot in a program code. One dot. In an address. In, in, in an address. Yeah. In a web address. One dot. Yeah. But look at a program code. You have mil- you can have millions and millions of lines of code and add a comma somewhere. How can I add a comma and go find it? You know, it's like a needle in a haystack. But the point is, okay, so, and second thing is important to always remember that the structure, not only is it Ardus, it's also logical. There's a logical structure. What does this mean? Not that it has to fit our logic. Because our logic, on the contrary, was created in the image of this logic, the divine logic. So God has divine logic that he implanted in existence. It didn't begin that first we understood things, then we said, oh, you know what? That's why there's a tzimtzum, because it's like we work. No, there's a tzimtzum is because that's how divine logic works. And therefore it evolved that we too, when we communicate, we also need chesed and gvur. There's a critical point that I just made here. Trust me, this, you keep this in mind and your whole learning of will be different. In other words, there's a divine logic in the system. And then we were created with Salam Elikim. So we have this system, this logic within us. And so therefore, when anything you think about, you say, you know, what does this level do? Just ask yourself the question, okay, what's missing here? What would be missing without it? What would happen if there was no Toyo, if there was no this? So one of the key things in the structure is that when the energies begin to I'm, not, I'm talking about after the symptom now, the Kav. The energy is still massively intense, because it's still divine energy. As much as it was diminished, it's still divine energy. So the way it works in Ishtashul is it works in levels. Everything is levels. Measured. Generally we know Vatsilus Bri, Yitzir, Nasiya. But another way that that's sometimes described is Akudim, Nakudim, and Vrudim. The three types of sheep that Meshur, that uh, Yaakov tended to with Lovan. We spoke about this at length back in chapter 106 and 107, the chapters with Lovan and Yaakov. So Lovan, Lovan is Levan the Elian, and Yaakov tended to the sheep of Saint Lovan. Is the chain chain from the word Yitziah? This is the words in Akudim. That the Yitziah from the Levan Elian, from the supernal whiteness, as we learned, white is the is interface between beyond color and color. White is like Keser. White is a colorless color. From there, Yaakov drew out Yitzia, Tzayin, Hamshachas. And they generally Akudim, Nekudim, Vrudim. What's the difference between them? You're talking about spotted sheep, speckled sheep, and striped sheep. So Akudim is a spot, one spot on the sheep. Which is what they say is ten Eris in one Kali. Now you say, where do we find an example? The example would be a seed. Like I mentioned before, conception of a child. You have one keli. It could even begin with one cell. Two cells. But it's, it's essentially a very diminished keli. And in it is concentrated everything that will come later. Nothing else will be added. It's all in there. Then comes the next stage. Nukudim. You know, we're talking about speckled. So here you're talking now a bunch of dots. Nukudim. But the energy is still so intense, so it's ten separate 
So the containers, now we have 10 containers. But they're very uh, immature containers. They're very tender. And you have a lot of energy still. So it's not as much energy as you had in Akudim. But now you have Kalim. So now you have the real clash, and that's where the shattering takes place. That's a toy. That's Toyo, the Kudim. Then comes Vrudim, Rashi, different places what Vrudim means, but often it's meant striped. It's a combination of Akudim and Akudim, you could say, in a way. It's a combination where you have now balance. So you have now, you still have 10 energies, but the energies are diminished. The containers are more mature and developed. So now you have a place where there's going to be Tikkun. This is where Tikkun takes place, because there's balance. The energies are diminished enough, the containers are mature enough, and you can, these, these three steps can be explained in a model, literally, even in education. You can have a brilliant teacher who says nothing. He says one word, no one will understand, that's Akudim. All the brilliance is in one word, but nobody gets it. Why don't you have a In the Kudim, in the Kudim, because there's no candy to break. It's all energy, there's nothing to break. There's nothing to, it's like a seed. It's all concentrated. Then, then suddenly you have a person who like in the opposite he's so brilliant just talks talks a lot of like, uh, Kalin, but the energy is so much it's all completely overwhelming and then you have a level where the energy is diminished and fits into the container and every container can absorb it step by step Toyo would be like a flood uh, Akudin would be almost like a drop of water and, and Tikkun is a rainfall a nice abundant rainfall if you want to put it that way huh? That's how I would. Uh, that's one way to put it. Why do so we now, need the Torah? I know I asked it before. You said it's separate. Yeah, because I'm because you you want to learn general chassidus. I'm learning ayin base. Okay, that's okay. the difference. So I'm trying to focus here. Trust me, all everything has its place. Sometimes you answer, sometimes not. I can't. I don't want to complete. I'm going to move along here. You get. Let me ask you, you know why there's a Kudim? You just have a problem with Tayyip? It's because that was spelled the days. Huh? A Kudim, it makes sense. This is like the, the oil is coming okay. closer to us. The Toyo is a Shvira. Okay. It's a good question. I've discussed it many, many times here. But remember, in an imperfect existence, a Shvira can be actually the beginning of a Tikkun. Say so, I'm not living this. Okay, I'm going to answer the question. No. You don't have an answer. You heard my answer. I'll tell you many times. I spoke about this. You've asked me this question. I've answered this question why they didn't tell you in this class at least, in my opinion, 20 times, if not more. Yeah. yeah. No, no, I'm not, I don't have a problem repeating myself. Uh, there was far greater people than me that repeated themselves, so I have no problem doing it. Uh, <laughs> um, you have to remember like this, that, that you, you always ask the question from the root. You ask me why did he build, break in order to build? Well, why, why did he make a tzimtzum addition? Why don't you ask me about the tzimtzum? Go always back to the always the culprit. You can blame everything on the Simpson edition. It all begins from there. Huh? If you would have a chance to ask God one thing, you would ask him why did he make the Simpson. No, the Simpson because he wants to do the betachtein. That that's clear. Yeah. 
once you have a symptom, you have an imbalance. An imbalance has to be addressed. You know, there has to be someone that you have to balance the equation. You understand? Tayu balances the equation. Tayu is like a protest against the symptom. That's what it comes down to. So, the symptom had a purpose, and God knows its purpose. But in reality, in our existence, the symptom created a major distortion, the concealment of reality. Right? It's conce- right. So if everything would be going smoothly, akudim, untikun, segetagayin, now you need somebody that is saying no, something's wrong, and says the system is is distorted. So toyu has a very important role. It's like without toyu, existence would be dysfunctional, and think it was functional. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. You hear what I just said? Without toyu, existence would be dysfunctional, and think it was functional. Toyu is always reminding us. Remember, Toyu happens all the time. There's breaking of containers all the time. It's like this one that's saying not something is wrong. If there's an imbalance here. As much as you balance, everything, if there's an imbalance. Isn't like a terrible two is a temper tantrum that Yeah, you could say that. that yeah. Like so here he says like this now. Yeah. So I just explained akudim akudim. Says this is the level of Ram. Who in Vayakid as Yitzchok? The word Akudim Vayakid. He bound Yitzchok. That means binding. When you bind something, it's a connection. It's a binding of a container with an energy. So the first so it says in the Chaim that the beginning of the revelation of containers in Akudim. That's the level of Avram. The Avram begematria Rachim. Avram is the gematri of Rachim, which means compassion, have compassion. And the containers are the ultimate chesed, uh, ultimate compassion and love. Like he said before. That's why Avram is called Tikkun Hizkilohayir. Because the tachas of chesed is Shaddai. Chesed itself, without a gvura, is not, it can flood fields, as I said. It can annihilate people in the name of love. It's a flow of energy that doesn't stop. So it's the shad, it's the tikkun, it's the balance that is the key. Harmony is the key. So basically, that's what he brought here, what it says in Eitz Chaim. Avram doesn't seem like such a tikkun if you think about the way measure this. No, because the fetus is ultimate. Yeah, that's after the jackal. I mean, that's old. So, what, you want to dismiss Avram's contribution? I don't know. He just made a statement about the Shmuel and both of them. And I didn't react, you saw, right? Because I didn't think it was irrelevant here. Is that, no, there is the element where it says, what he's trying to say is, which is correct, that with a chesed, without gvura, can bring a Yishmael. But why I didn't mention it? Because if you there's another side of Avram that he's the beginning of the Ovis. He's not just bad chesed. No one says, just because Yatsum and Yishmol that his chesed is, is, it just means, yes, that with Avram, without Yitzchak, and then, or both of them, without Yaakov, is not a complete picture. So Avram is chesed of Gdusha. But chesed of Gdusha that continues going without some type of restraint, right, creates Yatsum and Yishmol. But he doesn't say that here. There's a reason he doesn't say it here, because we're just confused matters. He's talking about how the chesed would never happen if no Kalim. The next line he's saying it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to clarify the Yitzchayim. So the Yitzchayim is that it's Akudim. And Akudim means the beginning of containers. So it's true, it's not the full-blown picture. Because you could say Avram, you could say the Ovis in general is Tikkun. It says, you know, it says, Shnei Alofim Tayu. 
That's clear, the Gemara says. And then began what? Teira begins with Avram. Not Mat and exactly, but we learned earlier, the beginning of the Yichud of Mat and Teira, that Rizal says, began with Avram. They prepared the ground. We talked about this at length. They pioneered the way. They paved the way. Avram is Chesed. This is the picture. Chesed of Atzilis. Comes Yitzchak, Gvur of Atzilis. Again, I told you, everything is gradations. There's a reason. You don't have, if you don't have, if you only, someone can say, why don't we just jump to Yaakov? He has everything. Because Yaakov is made, you don't have Chesed and Gvur, you're not going to have to Ferris. So it's all, that's what I told you, everything is a very, it's like, it's like what, why can't we just be 20 year old adults? Why do we have to go through the childhood? Everything is a process. God wants a logical process. It all emerges. Then it says, Yaakov is Shashapodes Avram. The Yaakov fulfills ultimately, he's the Bechir Shabbos. But it's like, you can't have. A, 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 someone say you need three legs to make something stand. So someone say okay, but the third leg needs first two legs. One you need leg one, leg two, then leg three. Okay, so Avram began lahoyer. His chilahoyer. He began to bring light into a dark world, like it says in Basilagani that seven generations that went up, seven, and Avram began to bring it down. But he only brought it down from seven to six. Then Yitzchak six to five. And Yaakov five to four, and even Yaakov is ultimately really Moshe is the ultimate. That's what he said. Yaakov Moshe Milagav, Yaakov Milabar. So Moshe is really the ultimate. But to Feres Das, we learned this. Now one second. But he's bringing out that just like in general, he said Tikkun is the idea of Kelim. So that's what explains the Chaim, why Avram, you could say maybe in Tikkun, in general Tikkun is Avram Yitzchak Yankov. More specifically, Avram is Kelim one. I don't know if Yitzchok can be compared to Toyo. I have to look. I'm sure, probably not. But Gvura alone could be sometimes Toyo. And Yaakov would be Tikkun and that. But, but that's not a contradiction. The point is, the Kalim are the key here. Without Kalim, there's no. Shaddai is Kali, essentially. It's saying, well, it says Kalim. I don't say Shaddai is Kali. Shaddai is Er Hagvul. Shaddai is saying to the Er to stop. But it's basically, he's associating it now with containers. He is associated with containers, actually, not just with Er. Till now, it was Er. Oh, we'll see. So, before, you have a final so that's why he adds now that Eitzchayim he says, and Eitzchayim he says that at the beginning of the Kalim, and that's Avram, because Avram is Rachim, because the Kalim are Tachlis Arachimim. Now, obviously, the real Kalim emerged in Tikkun, not in Akudim, in Vrudim. But in Akudim, you're already beginning to have the first emergence of a container, so you're beginning to have the Dai. Now he continues. And that's what it says in the passage that I repaired to Avram. Because through Shaim Shadai, which was what? That he says to the world enough, through this, ah. so through Kel Shadai, through this he appeared to Avram in a form of Chesed and Ava. So that's Kale. That's Kalim. Yeah. So he's actually connecting. What's the connection with Eil Avram Bekel Shaddai? That because of the Kel Shaddai, that's why there's a Ve'eda, that's why there's a Gili. It's an extra interpretation. But in, order for the, in order for there to be the, 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 the Gili of Chesed and Avalamata, of love and 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 kindness and love of that through the kalim specifically through shel shaddai. In order for it to emerge, the chaser has to be through the gvura. Yeah. 
Yeah, because without the kalim, it would just continue and overwhelm. But he's not talking about it. It doesn't say yet. We'll see. He began with the air, but we'll see where it goes. Gam inyan ve'era el Avram shenim shabai memachus pchinis kleyachesed atzilus. What does this mean? Also, also this inyan ve'era over shenim shabai that in Avram was nimshul memachus pchinis kleyachesed. Explaining it in the next lines. Shenim shabai memachus pchinis kleyachesed atzilus. That it is transmitted in him from the essence, essential personality of the container of Chesed The Ovis The Ovis are the chariot, which means that they're completely bottled like a chariot to the one that's riding the chariot. You should go and travel south. When Negba is south or north? South, south. South, south. 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 Yeah, it's south. Right, I did say that. Okay. What does that mean? That you should travel means you should. He should. Yeah, hold it. When I said he was going and traveling. He was going higher and higher. He was going to southward. South is higher and higher. No, no, no he was yeah. going south. Yeah, south, south is going. He's yeah. coming from the north and he's traveling. It means yeah. it refers to the level of reaching to the level of Bemidis HaChesed, Va'avel Yen, Atcha Zachli is Merkova Lemidis HaChesed Latzilis. Up in the sense it's hot. It's Closer to the sun, closer to the source. Yeah, I understand. That's why I, I know I also understand the south. And from Midas Chesed was transmitted literally from the inner container of Chesed to manifest Mamish literally in the soul of Avram that radiated within his body Mamish. Avram was essentially embodied Chesed. That's what he's saying here. So I'm just trying to think. Sefer Aboyer says that after Avram was created, he says, "What do you need me?" But one second. But 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 what's the gam in Okay. In other words, that he actually is not just okay. The first taich is Kel Shaddai. Through Shaddai, you have real Av Chesed. The second one is that Av Chesed actually became Avram. So Ve'el Avram Bekel Shaddai. That I reveal myself in Avram. In Avram, he has he's an embodiment of Chesed. It's a deeper. Um, that's what he's saying here. By Indian who, the Indian of this is Kedisa Beitzchaim. It says Beitzchaim Shar Memalav Pere Gimel. The Pirushav is He tempers there in Gate Forty One, Chapter Three, and explaining what means the Ovis are the chariot. That there's a small, very small spark. This is brought by Yechida. This is Yechida Sheba Nefesh. So this is the classic description of Yechida. So basically there are five levels of the soul, five dimensions. Nefesh, Ruach, Neshama, Chai, Yechida. So here's how the Eitz Chaim explains Yechida. He says, let's go over this slowly. There's a small spark, very small spark. Think of a small spark coming out of a big flame. Shubchin Salakus. This spark is divine, a divine level. Nimshech, it comes from Achreinu Shebebeira. Madrega Achreinu Shebebeira. From the lowest levels of the Beira. So think of the Beira, in this case, is a large flame. From an edge of that flame comes out a spark that's pure divinity. Well, let's just read the Yitzchayim. We'll explain in a moment. V'zewa nitzis meslabesh b'keich nitzis echad nivra. 
And this nitzus, this spark that came out of the the, the latter, the lower levels of the flame of the beta, manifests and encloses itself in nitzus nivra, in one spark that's a crea- creation. So think of it like an. Slabish bekeach nitzus nivra. What does the koyach mean? This is a very, very refined state of Neshama. And this spark, which is called Yechida, meaning one, Yechida means one and alone, a singularity, a, a unique entity. In it, it is the root of the four levels, spiritual levels, which is called Nefesh, Ruach, Neshama, Chaya. So this is how the soul essentially was called crafted. There's a flame of the beta, which releases from Achreina, from the lowest level of it, you get a spark, which is Mamash Alakus. This spark manifests, I'm sure here Bekeach means, no, nivra. It means in the power of one spark. It doesn't mean in potential. It doesn't mean that. No, it doesn't mean that. No. In the power of one. So, in other words, there's, there's two sparks going on. There's a divine that manifests in a so-called created entity, and this is called Yechida. And this created entity has like two levels. Has the it sounds like an air and a keli. That's yeah. what it sounds like. Oh, let's see where he's going with this. Okay, let's see. But the Yechida is already not the Neshama. This is already, I don't know how to call it. Nikolo. But he's not going there right now. He said that earlier. Now he's speaking here, the Nitzutz. This Nitzutz is Yechida. Is there something higher? Maybe. We're not talking about that. Okay. Maybe the neshama itself is like a chelak I don't know what. We've heard that before. Was this the nitzus not a chelak alaka? No, now he's saying it's mislabish when it's a nivra. So so is a chelak alaka mislabish when it's a seven nivra. So it's the same thing. This nitzus sounds to me like chelak alaka. That's the chelak. The neshama is higher than yechida. Does it say that here? You, you see, you're bringing in other ideas. It doesn't say that here. Here, if you read this, it doesn't sound like this is the highest. Mamid Beira, where it's what's higher than Nitzvah's Beira. You bring, you have a question from other things you've learned, right? Not because. So I would go, it's called the Pasha Malafa. Let's read what it says here, completely. Let's understand it. And then we can go back. The Ayin Beis himself talks earlier that Yechidah is lower than the Etzim and Neshama. So you're asking what's Etzim and Neshama. But first, I'm trying to understand what this is. Then we'll figure out what Etzim and Neshama is. I don't know what Etzim. Maybe, maybe you won't. I don't know. Yep. Let's see. Let's see. So Benitzin says, we got it? So that's how this, the soul is, uh, begins as a spark, basically, from a larger... Okay. Now, by the way, to say, you could ask, what does that mean, the lower? There's no higher and there's no lower. So we have a whole chapter earlier where he speaks how Malchus the Ensev is also he doesn't mean Achreina as lower. He means as, doesn't have all that's there before. When you say lower there, you mean, like you can say, Gott is Alts, but Alts is Nishgot. You can say, So you could say that, for example, this is an energy that comes out of the divine, but it's not all of the divine. So that would be called Achreina. That it's one dimension of it, so to speak. Okay. Naranach, right? Neshama is four levels. Nefesh, Ruach, Neshama, Chaya. Shindal b'chin is Chachma, Bina, Vizun. So Malchus is Nefesh, 
Zo is Ruach, Bina is Neshama, and Chochme is Chaya. And elsewhere it says the Chai is the level of Makiv, the Hainam begins Makiv HaKorv, which means a Makiv HaKorv, like we say Arich of Atzilis, let's say. Here, it's, here Chai is a Pnimi, a Chochme. Sometimes Chochme, Chai is, 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 is the outer dimension. No, Bina is Nisham. Chochme, Bina, Za, Malchus. That's the four. Elsewhere explains that Makiv is Makiv HaKorov Sheshli Achizah Pnimis That has Achizah, it has some grasp on Pnimis Like we learned earlier that Arich is closer to Pnimis But Kol HaGilulim Arich is the Shedish HaNetzalim The root of the emanations V'chol HaGilulim Denosh V'Shuruch Neshama And all the levels of Nech V'Shuruch Neshama V'hein Hein Maha Makiv V'Achaya So Makiv V'Achaya is like The Keser, the lower Keser of the Keser The Makiv HaKorov that is the root from which the other three pnimim emerge. Okay? We learned this before. Remember the three levels of Kesser? She so said the lower level of Kesser, Zah, and Malchus of Kesser becomes the source for the pnimi. So that's what he said. That's, so that's what we have now is the four. So Chaya, everyone understands what I'm saying here? Think of it like this. This pnimis dikokeches, the inner faculties, the ten spheres, are usually nefesh, ruach, neshama. Neshama is chabad, ruach is chagas, and nehi, or nehim, is, is, is nefesh, usually. Here he began a little differently. He said malchus is nefesh, midas, which means za, chesed through yisod, is ruach, bina is neshama, and chokhmah is chaya. Then he says elsewhere it says that chokhmah is arich, I'm sorry, the Chaya is, he doesn't say Arach, he says Makif HaKarv. Then, the th- next three would be the Pekechus Pnimim. Mm-hmm. So it's basically two ways to explain it. So he's going out to the... Makif HaKarv Yeah, that's what he's saying. That's why Chaya, look. So, so Naran, HaGiluyim. The Naranim HaMakif the Chaya, the Hashem Zen, Nikra Mazel. And that's why Chaya is called Mazel, the Mazel of the Neshama. Because it's nasal, the native, it drips and um, drips and what would be nasal and native? Native nasal is, is dripping, flowing, like melting. Okay, bottom line is nasal comes from the word, it's like transmitting, but not in a direct way, like from a pipe, it's more like a drip, mm-hmm. like a drip or a, uh, trickle. Like a trickle, like a nasal drip. Yeah. In the Shemesh which is within it. So when we speak, when we speak, for example, let's let's go back just to make clarity here. When we spoke. Remember, Kechis Pnimim is the ten faculties in ten in ten containers. That's usually Nefesh Roch Neshama. The Kechis Pnimim. Chai is usually Rotzen, and Yichid is Tainuk. Chai is is, is Arich, and and the Yichid is is Atik. He's not using Atik and Arach here exactly, but he's saying basically the same idea. So basically, Chaya would be like Rotzen in that case. So it, it hovers, and it is from there come the Kechaz Pinimim. That's what he just said here. Okay. But then we have the other interpretation, remember, that Chaya is also Chochmah. One second. And now Yechida, who shaders Dal Pchinis Anal. Yechida is even higher, the root of all these four, including Chaya. Okay. 
includes all of them. For, as an example, Kedimian, like the scholars of how Chachma Bina, Zohar and Malchus are all in Arachampin. See, now he's using Arachampin. On Yechida. It depends how you interpret. If if Chaya is Chachma, so then no problem. Yechida is Arachampin. If Chaya is Makif HaKarev, you say Yechida is the higher level of Arachampin or Atik. He's not, he's just, he's, I mean, clearly speaking here, two, tr- two paths. He's not saying that Arachan bin Zechido. He said the same way that Arachan bin is Kailal of Mobin. Yeah, but it's, yeah. right, okay. Yeah. Um, Mavur Beitzchaim. He's going very, he's very technical here. Let's see where he's going it, here with this. It seems like the levels of Kesu we were learning before that were really Arachan here. Um, Mavur Beitzchaim. Shaman is explaining it's Chaim the Shazel Kedimian Chaimer Hadishin. This is like the Chaimer Hadishin, which is the first raw. Matter. Shaposhet mekol tzuda, that's unshaped and 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 free of um, simple uh, free. Poshet also means. Poshet is is geton. Yeah, is is un unclothed, not unclothed, un unshaped, undefined, from every shape mekol tzuda. Vuhanesa kol adalat tzudas, and it carries within it all the four tzudas. Of what? For Tzudas, Eish Ruach Maim Ofer. So the way it's explained in the Rambam, this is based on uh, thought as it was then, Chassidus brings it. There's a Chemri Yuli. You know, it's similar like what a seed, like a seed. God created Bereshit's Baralukim, He created everything in day one, right away. And then it says every day, that part emerged. So the way they explain it is a Chemri Yuli, which is a raw piece of clay, think of it like that. Like in a sense, like how God created Adam. He took earth from everywhere. Right, right. and then blew a soul into it and shaped it into a human being. He crafted it. So the same thing is all of existence begins with the what they call like the Big Bang today. Yeah. You can say, you know, it's all raw matter, and it encompasses in it all the shapes that will come out of it. And are generally, yeah. there are generally four. You say this four elements, and we say you say this. Remember, you know, people ask the question today. Science does not talk about four elements anymore. So the Rebbe has in letters that four elements can be four pers- archetypes. Doesn't mean four uh, fire, water, uh, wind, and uh, and earth. It means four personality types, archetypes. And interestingly, I think one letter I once saw the Rebbe said that even in an atom, you have a neutron, a proton, and an electron. So electron is ish, neutron and proton compared to other two. I'm not sure which is which. And then today we know there's also a fourth element. There's a fourth. There's a fourth element in in, uh, in, um, in an atom, and maybe even more. But the point being here, how can science understand that they are not existing? This is a fact. No, that once in Greek philosophy, Aristotle and the Rambam takes from there. The way they saw the whole world was that there was raw matter, and there was main four main elements: fire, water, eshruach, maimafer, fire, water, land, and earth, and uh, and, uh, and air. Uh, even in the, by the way, in Chinese, uh, in Chinese is also similar. But 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 no. But then you know, I mean, anyone went to you go to basic science 101, so they have the the table of elements, right? And there's like 105 elements: oxygen, hydrogen. They're not made out of those four, right? Right. And elements today are made out of molecules. And molecules are made out of atoms. For example, water is classic. What is water? H2O. So it's seen somewhat, but you look at this Greek, they got to water, but they didn't realize water itself is made up of elements that are similar to other elements and other, in fire, for example. 
So that's what I'm saying. That's why I brought it into the picture. Because you still can talk about four uh, uh, archetypes, even if they break into more details. From the Greeks, the It's He says he takes from. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know if Sefer may be mentioned. No, I agree. I didn't say he took it solely from them. That was, but that was definitely the predominant science of those times. That's all I'm saying. It was the predominant science, and yes, there probably probably a medrash, Ishrach Maim offers in quite a number of places from Avram. They say. Okay, so no. No, I just said it was not a contradiction. That's all. So bottom line, he's going back to the Eitz Chaim. So the Eitz Chaim says that Yechida, the Chaimer, is like the Chaimer Hiyuli. It's like the Chaimer from which comes the four images. What here is Chaya Nefesh Ruch Neshama. So there it's that from there comes the Yitzchayim makes this comparison. He's trying to explain Yechida now. So Yechida began as the spark. Then it becomes, as a spark, as it joins the Nitzvot Nivra, it now is a like, like the raw matter that from it now come the other levels of the soul that are more shaped. Right. That's how he's describing. As, as You're not going to find many often. In the Kutatayda, he brings this Eitzchayim to a few places, but there's very detail here. I know most people have no idea how the soul, there's a science, there's an anatomy, a dynamic of how the soul came to be. You know, there's a process. The anatomy of soul. Remember, we were created with Selim Elikim. I go back again. Every detail is part of a big picture puzzle. God took earth from the ground and put a soul into it. So there's a process. The soul too went through a process. So we say a soul, a soul is made up of Atzilus Shabbat Neshama, Briya Shabbat Neshama, Shamashun Satabi Tehedihi, Atabarasa, Atyitzat, Atanafachtabi. What are these levels? Yechida is Atzilus, that's Chaya, usually Nesatabi, Shamashun Nesatabi Tehedihi is usually Nesatabi, Yechida, Tehedi is Chaya, and then Barasa, Yitzat, Nefachta is Naran. So, I mean, you have this... Uh, Vani is made of, I, I mean, I read, Vani is made of three, and, 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 and glowing is in the Shabbos, the, the, the fourth, uh, the Ruach. Okay. But it's joining Nitzvah's Nubin, that's, that's not a Kali, it's still its own. It's all, I don't know, I don't know how he's going to explain it here. I'm not sure. It's all part of the Shabbos, it's not Kali, it's more... But a Kali, if he had a... Okay, so he says, just like the other one. Umepchines nitzud zeh nikri yechide mislabish nitzud katan shu alakus mamish. And this nitzud zeh, called yechide, manifests what? The small spark, which is mamish alakus. Pure divinity. Al derech islapshus bchines atik ba'arech ampin. Ah, so you see, so he's touching yechide as arech. And atik is the nitzud beira. I'll tell of this manifestation of Atik and Arachampin. The Atik, who begins Tachtein Shebein Seif, like that was the Achrein Shebein Seif. So Atik is the lowest level of Ein Seif. Umeslabish Ba'arach and a manifest Senarich Shureishu Moker Hanatzolim. That is the head and the root, the source of the emanations. That's why he touched Chayyeh Chochma. Atik that. He's talking about Atik that. How many Atiks do you are you familiar with? I don't know. In a higher. You could go even lift that since or no? You can go where you like. 
Wherever, where do you want to go? Where would you like to go to? Well, it's the same idea. It's the same, the same uh, Is this a mathematical question? No. Or a Vedic question? So we, we ask mathematical questions. Oh, our brain works. The copark is a linear, like, you know, logic. I said this many times, I say it again. The whole existence is a microcosm, macrocosm. But Derek Kalk Siddhis talks at Silas Briyatsirasiya. It's, it's you know it's the skarbove that's a little bit you know the one that hangs around at 770 in the mikveh the one that we know very well then there's a whole other dimension the way it's lifni Simpson. I'm just saying it uh, sarcastically because frankly we talk like you know lamates malachas esosvirus atzilas briyetzira asiyah akudim nekudim vrudim the kav the teyu and tikkun ak lifni atzimtsum sheirish ha'er er habligvul atzmos I just said all it's one light lights. Now we bring it in a plate, and you could have you like chant. A chant. Now what I just said, what did I just say? I mean that's how we speak about it, like a bunch of levels, and that's all in one. That's how we speak. Everything I said now would require lifetimes to go from just one to the next level. You're talking here different, completely different worlds. So if you want to know the the, dyna- the mechanics of it. Yes, there's five levels usually. There's five worlds. Asiya, Yitzira, Bria, Atzilis, El, Ensef. You have, you can call something, sometimes you call it the premium and Makif is Esosphiris, and then you have Makifim, Keser, which is made up of Atik and Arich. That's the general structure all the way in the root root. Generally, we speak about it in, in the world of Atzilis. Sometimes he speaks about it. Here he interchanges it with Atsilis, and sometimes Atsilis the Clawless. Familiar? Atsilis the Clawless is how it's before the Tzimtzum. So it says in Eitzchaim that Melamayla Ma'ak was Ke'en Atika. In Eitzchaim he says there's a Ke'en of Atik higher than Ak. So really, it doesn't really matter because we're trying to understand what it means. Yeah. So, the Madrega is talking about Atik Atzilus. Why not? Because you have much higher Madrega. You're talking about what the Yechidah is. Well, some of my modern says that when you talk Atik Atzilus, you're talking about all the levels. Everything is included. Everything higher is in Atik Atzilus. Think of it like that. 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 This is very dense here. And the same thing is the Nitzus cotton, which is Alakus Mamish, Mepchinus Hakelim Datsilis. As opposed to the Nitzus cotton of the Neshama? Yeah. Because in Agarus Akedish, she says like this that God is one with his energy, one with the containers, and it's through the containers that he creates Yashma'ayan. The, the transition is a pretty big jump here because he's speaking about the neshama. Now he's suddenly saying the nitzis cotton is all the kus that comes from the kalim that silas. Because they're because they're they're there in the case and he says neshama nifredu v'yatsu neshamas. Because oh I see what he's saying now I got it okay. Hold on. Yeah. In Gersh's case, she says, where did Neshamas come from? So she says, Neshamas come from the Kalim of Atzilis, which are Mamash Alakus. 
which are defined, which are one with the divine. Mehem Yodam, through the Kalim, God creates. Kalim are basically God's instruments. So an Ashama comes from there. So he's saying that the root of it, it starts with Atik, is the Nitzus Katan, Beira, the manifest in Nitzus Katan Nivra. So Nitzus Katan Beira would be Atik, because the lowest part of Ein Sof. That manifests in Nitzus Katan Nivra, which is Yechida, which, is which in turn empowers all the lower levels, of Chachma through Malchus, like you said, Naran Chaya. Now he's saying, uh, more specifically, this Nitzvot's cotton comes from the containers of Atzilus, which are Mamash al-Kutz Livri Behen. Which is lower than Atik. Now he's talking about Kalim Datsil. Yeah, no, he's, he's, that's what I'm saying. He's, he's talking now how I think. You can see the last uh, few lines. He's saying. Oh, Raksha, Kalim Nikl Only that they can. I'm telling he's speaking the same thing now on a lower level. That's what's going on. Only the containers are called a lower level of the Beda. Because they confine the flow of energy. It's all coming to explain Shaddai. So he began by bringing the Eitzchayim into the picture, explaining why the Ovis are the Makover. Remember, that's how he began. She's a Nitzchus Katan Ma'id. So there's a Nitzchus Katan Ma'id, that's from the Beira. Okay, so now he's basically two ways he's explaining it. One is Sachrein is Atik, and that manifests in the Nitzchus Beira in Arich, and all the way into all the... But that's all like an Eirmor. Then there's another level how it's in the containers. The containers of Atsilas are what express the divine power. That would be the Bukhinach Achrein Shabbat Because they confine the energy. The Because the actual creation comes from the energy. And the containers only confine it. That the Nivra should be in a form of a yesh, of a substance. That's why the containers are called the lower level of the Creator. And this lower level of the container manifests in the Nitzvah, the spark of Yechidah. The root of the four levels of the soul. I have to look in Eitz Chaim, and I want to look in Geras HaKedosh to really see if I'm missing something here. But I would say right now, based on what I'm reading here, they speak about this in two levels here. And I think the reason he's saying it is because you see, in Neshama, we have a dilemma here. And Neshama has two aspects to it. One, it's a divine force. But on the other hand, it does manifest in some, in, in some keli. Even Neshama has a keli. The fact that it's called a Neshama. You know, it's not just called Eirein Sof. It's a Neshama. I'm not talking about now individual neshamas. We're talking about the general neshama, let's say the neshama clovis of all souls. question is the dynamics, what makes a soul a soul? So yeah, we say easily, we learn Tanya, it says, it's a divine piece of the divine. But that's a broad statement. How does that actually, what are the, the specific dynamics? So the Eitzchayim says, it comes from Tachtena of Einsef, which manifests in Nitzutz Nivra, which in turn becomes the dimensions of the soul. So, broadly speaking, that is Atik, Arich, and the, the ten levels of Atzilus. But more specifically speaking, what he says in the Gerasakadish is that because the Nisham also manifests in a container, it's from the containers of Atzilus that all this is happening. And the lowest level of the containers, I'm sorry, the container is now called Tachtenish and that manifests in, makes a Yesh, which is Briya. 
And there you have all the levels of the neshama. So he's talking two levels here, how it's, I think, on the source and then how it's on lower level. He's not saying it's real. He says, look, he says, in the Gersa case, he says, livre behen yodon, what? Yesh ma'ayin, He says there clearly that the neshamas come from there. He's talking about in the shamas how they come into Bria. I, that's why I want to look it up, but I'm sure that's what. That is an answer to the shamas when Anatzmas when God asked if you about creating the world and he asked the shamas Sadiqim. I mean, there's an aspect that was they were, they were always there, so to speak. You know, way higher than this. But but they weren't an existent entity. He asked them. So what do you think? So, so there was more than God around. So different explanation is given for that. That's not a contradiction. Remember, there's only one God. I'm not saying it's a contradiction. I'm just saying they, they that aspect. Well, who says maybe that's this level? Tachtein of Einsef is pretty good level. Atik. That's also a pretty high level. They're all high levels from my point of view. They're higher than all, higher than me. The, the, the neshama. <coughs> well, look at the Gersa case. You'll see it says what I said. And this is what it means with the shadai. From the inner dimension of the containers, from the inner dimension of the containers of Atzilus, like he said, that became part of Avram. Avram is mamish chesed. From there, from the primus akelim, came the spark. And manifested in the in the patriarchs in Avram, 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 Pchinus Chesed, Datzilus, Vitzchom, Pchinus Gvura, Viyakim, Pchinus Atiferes. So we say Yavus and Markov, the Yavus, are actually the manifestation of Chesed, Gvura, and Tiferes of Atzilus. From Primis Akelim comes a spark that manifested inside of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to say that. You see, because. Chesed Gvur Atzilus don't exist in Attic. So how does it get? On, how does it become an Hashem of Chesed and Gvur Atiferes? That's from the Primis Akelim of Atzilus. Okay, I understand. So it, tra- it transferred itself from Rudim to Atzilus. Rudim and Atzilus are the same thing. Oh, now they're, uh, they're always the same thing. I mean, what I mean, uh, from Akudim to. Uh, Akudim was just he's explaining how sometimes Avram is called the level of Akudim. What's the con? It's different because uh, the containers begin there. He's connecting the oil to the container to the container. That's why it's Akudim. He said it before. Shem the Batzilus Kalim Shemagbilim He says clearly Shem Shadi is the Kalim. This means Be'erah Bikel Shadai because Shem Shadi in Atzilus. Is the union of containers that confine the energy? And the small spark that comes from comes from the that's what he says here. Yeah, from the comes from the the essence of the containers radiates in a revealed way, literally in their souls. What is the You've done judgment, justice, and char- and kindness with Yaakov. Mishpatzdaka b'Yaakov atasisa. The tzdaka who midas a chesed, tzdaka is the mid of chesed love. 
Because he has a nature of goodness and kindness, he does kindness to others. He's kind to others. That's. But in charity, in giving kindness, there's also a participation of the of the attribute of compassion. Because Dok is also it's not just to help someone, it's also to give life, to revive the spirit of the fallen, the spirit of the crestfall, of the people who are fallen down. And that comes from Rachim. As it's known, the difference between love and compassion, the Chesed, kindness, kindness is capable of every person can be you can give chesed to you can help anybody you can be kind to anyone compassion empathy is possible only in someone that is in a, in a fallen state a needy person someone who's already on a level on any level doesn't need compassion Rather, it's only on a shuffle, on a fallen down person. On a, he says the shtatfus, it has a participation of Rachman. This is also the difference between Gemilis Chesed and Zdaka. Gemilis Chesed, like alone. Or when you're being kind to someone and Zdaka in charity, the Gemilis Chesed, who bain lani and bain la shirim, the Gemara says. Gemilis Chesed is both to the poor and to the wealthy. It's and charity is only to the poor. So gemilas chesed is chesed, and zdaka is also the element of rachim. And through charity below, you're drawn down from above. That's the extension of energy, of light and energy, and life, of, of energy and life. And this is also. With the, with the cooperation, with the combination of, compa- of the middle of compassion, lahachis to give life, to sustain, or to revive, or to uh, what's the word, to imbibe, lahachis to um, to bring alive, revitalize the spirit of the fallen. What? Oh, hagadol, yeah, yeah. What does that mean? That when you do zakkala below, you are, you awaken the chesed from above. That also compassion should be coming down, even to the lowest worlds, even to, in other words, to the poor, to the poor and deprived. This is the bchina of God, hagadol va'gibur. Remember chesed. This is chesed. Chesed. But now we do zakkala. We just said it's rachmi. Yeah, two levels here. No, but you said kimilus chesedim was chesed, and 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 that was more rachmi to feel the need. So that if it bring, so if you're giving to the needy and you're giving to Dhaka, so what does bring that chesed, not rachamim? Yeah. Why? That's my question. Why does it bring down chesed, not rachamim, when you're giving to the needy, you're doing rachamim down here? It brings both. It draws down both. It draws down your lower. It draws down both. Okay. Omnam Zdaka Mishpet Ksiv Ba. However, it says Dokum Mishpit Ksivba. Mishpit with the Shatsarakli is Mishpit bids Dokka. Shayishpit Asasme Mina Mesis Shalai. It's not just enough to give, 
even in giving to those that are needy, but you also have to judge, you have to measure in from his so-called excesses. This is the primary thing of Zakat. The primary thing of Zakat is not after you fulfill all your uh, luxuries and everything you need and beyond and all your uh, so called excesses, excesses, excesses. Then you give whatever is left over from your excesses to the to the poors. Then you should judge yourself. In the, in the, not, we're not talking about giving your bread to someone, but anything that you're giving extra, don't wait till you first fulfill all your needs and then. But from that, you have to measure. In other words, duck is really what you need, and then the rest you give away. Right. The rest you give away. The mish- mash- <laughs> One he's going to come on. The mashal amla zal chayechel kaidman. The zal say your life comes first. Who kein meisah shohayeh be kishin shalmayim. That's like the story. That was with the kisin, the kitten, the jug, the jug of water. The jug, the kitten shalmayim, the jug of water. The hainu So what does the gemara say? Kitten um, shalmayim. He had only one jug. I have a big jar It was not enough for both of them. He has to take for himself. He will die. Right. So it says chayechel kain. Mean you have to the hainu rak mashemuchrechlei. So because what it says there, that's not that's not it's talking because because that's what's necessary you're going to die without it it's a very, only one jug of water that doesn't so then yes you can keep it then the stock is not first first comes your life before someone else so what do you what's the mishpat the mishpat is anything extra than what you need we're not talking about necessity not there's only one jug that you should take indulge in all the pleasures and your cover, your friend, should die for hunger, God forbid. Is this a lotion somewhere? Yeah, it's an alternative big zidan. And they get us and you ask for tzedakah for the niyat zidan. Mom, is this lotion? Yes, thing. I'm not saying, is it from Chazal? The kitten is from Chazal. Yeah, but the, but the other half. No. no. So therefore, that's Dr. Mishpat. So Dr. Mishpat needs Mishpat that you should not start giving after you've completely filled your... You're full. And another element of, of mishpat is necessary that when there's an abundance of ashpah, you have to judge and measure yourself. The things that are permissible. Not sure what this means. I don't know if it means about the again. He said that before. Before he said that you have to, have to give. Yeah. Okay, Madvarim Hamesim. Okay, I understand. You're right. The Dvarim that are extra, but he said this before. What's the Chain? No, it's Dvarim Umutalim. That's why you think. What is the meaning? I'm not sure what this means. What's the chain? That's the question. He just said all this. Chain gambari So this is the Madvarim Hamutarim. 
And now again, just like your tzedakah below brings down God's compassion and chesed, the same thing, the mishpah that you do with yourself. When you're giving, through this, Lamaila is also tzimtzum ve'gbola ba'esh, ye be'efe kazesh, ye hisavas anivroim b'chinis metzias, v'yenu anivroim le'eri is baruch shazayin ha'gvul shen is bo'er. Ha'gibar shen is bo'er, sorry. Yeah. So in other words, so both elements in Aveda exist. That girdle from God exists, which is God's extension you have to give. And you have to give not only to, to give also Tanim, that includes the element of Rachamim. And then there's also the element, the other thing, that by you judging yourself, in other words, measuring in the appropriate way, you're also drawing down from above that God's Hashpah should also come in a way that you can contain it and we should be able to benefit and enjoy it. If you restrain in form of yourself, Hashem will restrain exactly. Yes. So then we have a God of Agibur and Avedish in his Baraliyah. Or Kumakin Bukhals Avedisad, the same thing as Navedisad, the Tansim is asking Lichbishrich Taivosov. This is the in of Tsimsum Gura. So besides just measuring yourself in Zaka, that you you kavish, you you can you control yourself, you restrain yourself, and you conquer. You subdue the spirit of your desires. Says Shalaya be spashri slag the ashadai. Mm-hmm. So, that there shouldn't be more extended extension and expansion in in, in the crass matters. On the contrary, he should uh, subdue himself. He should control himself. The intention should be toward heaven. Like, for example, when we eating and drinking, the intention should be in order to preserve his body. Should have a healthy body in order to be able to learn and daven. And automatically he will be careful from extras, from excesses, that are just there to fulfill his desires. And he'll be he'll be satisfied only with what is necessary and with the and above intention to do it for learning and davening. Through our through the restraint that you control yourself and you restrain yourself through this becomes the expansion of the containers above. Because what you see, you're creating you're, by you restraining, you're building containers to contain, to stop. So you also create the kalim above that they should restrain and limit the flow. that they should be able to receive the energy. It's a beautiful taichin kafir. Then this shadai in your aveda creates shadai lamaila shem leilum dai. Va'ov shayim akavah hayu kol avreim kadeshim umuvdal minyan elam. And those who were this chariot, all their all their uh, organ, all their limbs, were holy and separate from uh, and, and detached, to, apart from they uh, completely re- re- disconnected from material things, the world. Till all their physical things were mamish alakus. So by them radiated this 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 core. Spark that we spoke about, that's the etzim of the level of Shaddai. That's why all their things, all their matters were divine. And every person, this is by the office, what is it? Every person who is the restraint and the, and the control in the spirit, in the spirit by the Zenas Akbala, through this becomes the confinement. 
this allows that the air should also be received and contained in the creatures that they should be able to benefit from this divine energy. So you see, Shaddai therefore is all limit. Nitzutz cotton. It's a limitation of things. That's basically. We're going to have to learn this again. This is a little deep. Kitzur will be in the Indian. So upstairs, the limitation applies if it's limited upstairs and, and makes more containers. More than will apply to you. You get uh, more because of, uh, of, of upstairs. Otherwise, you just get a general. It, it makes it so it's shy to you. So if you give down here, you get from upstairs to shy Right. If you give in to your types and let everything extend, then the flow is uncontrolled, right. basically undisciplined. Right. That's cool. Right. Wow. Kitsa. Well, means no, discipline below creates discipline above. So what's in the, what is the Amshak of Matan Dela? This is the Amshak of the Ovis. The next 30, 40 pages. It's a summary now. He says to his world's enough. This is the divine reflection that comes from Chesed. It's on its own, it's a revelation that's infinite. And he says, enough. And die is the Midas Agur that says enough and and controls, restrains the flow. The root is the Tzimtzum that lives at a Shimu. The Shimu looks like a Shaddai. The intention is that there should be an abundance of containers through which the energy should be con- should be re- received for, absorbed that's tikkun the others, the patriarchs, they merited tikkun that means containers that manifest within them the energy, that's the key and their souls radiated the personality, the inner personality of the inner containers this is the union of this small spark of Yechida that comes from the that's the lower level of the Beda, the Creator. That's the level of Kalim. See, clearly he says it's Kalim. So it's rooted in Atik. That's Ve'eda, that they say Ve'eda, I revealed myself to them. So the Mamash had the revelation of the divine itself. Through restraint, through forcing yourself, through coercion, is the expansion of the containers to receive the energy. I never heard this before. In other words, usually you think of kfir means the discipline of contra- creating containers in your That's life. That's the keli. That's the keli that you can receive the air. Yeah. If you behave undisciplined, there's no containment. Right. So we'll stop here. We did chapter the end of chapter 130, pages 251 through 253, the end of Mimer 32, Vasisachak Shvus.